Let's talk some overlooked stocks, the movers that you missed in today's action. George has three to win up. Joining us from Salt Lake, our contributor here, let's kick things off with Camping World, George. Uh, even if uh, we ended up positive, I think the stress and the hair loss from today, many would uh, enjoy a nice uh, campsite removed from the technology of their trading platforms. What's going on with the stock? Yeah, I agree with you there, uh, OJ. When it comes to recreation, sometimes I feel like I need it uh, on days like this. But uh, interesting stuff going on in the market. Besides that, look, Camping World, uh, as we know, has been sort of this pandemic darling alongside the uh, RV enthusiasts. And that's really what Camping World is all about. Uh, they essentially sell services and products. Uh, you can purchase new and used RVs at their uh, dealerships. They also uh, do the, uh, the the trifecta of financing, insurance, uh, protection plans, maintenance, uh, you name it. But they also have a service called Good Sam, which is actually very popular. Uh, I used to be an RV enthusiast. I'm no longer uh, just because they're a big pain uh, to maintain OJs. But at the end <laughs> of the day, there is a very large uh, cohort uh, and following for RV enthusiasts that are uh, part of Good Sam. And it's basically uh, sort of a membership uh, a membership service that includes sort of you know, tourist guides, uh, RV services, uh, you know, gatherings for RV enthusiasts and so forth. Uh, and it's a, it's a paid membership that's that people pay every single year. It also includes things that uh, other things like AAA uh, include, which is again, automobile, or in this case, RV, you know, roadside assistance. So, uh, so it's not just RV sales, they also sell services. But uh, one of the catalysts today that are kind of interesting is that the company has already announced a, a pretty robust share buyback about 153 million they actually increased that to 200 million dollars on a stock that's already paying uh, about 50 cents a share in a quarterly basis in dividends so two dollars a year uh, in dividends when it's earning about five dollars and 89 cents so it's about 30 percent of the uh, uh of the earnings are being paid out in dividends but they're also doing quite a bit of uh, a share buybacks and so i think what we're seeing here is a, a company that's uh, repatriating quite a bit of capital associated with what I call a, a windfall uh, that the RV business really got during the pandemic as uh, people never thought about RVs in the past and they were in huge demand. And I think overall, uh, the demand might wane going forward just a little bit because I did notice that revenue growth, albeit 14% year over year last quarter, is starting to decelerate just a little bit from the name. All right, so uh, we've seen this stock uh, drop with the rest of uh, the small cap breakdown. Uh, chart kind of similar in some ways. Uh, but the nice bounce here today on some fundamental news. Uh, so that never hurts uh, when things are getting ugly out there to go buy some more shares. And uh, as they repurchase, uh, uh, what, 37, uh, 370 million? Pretty nice little chunk of uh, stock. All right, George, you got two tech movers for us. Let's go there next. Squarespace and Citrix Systems. Let's go to Squarespace first. Uh, what are we seeing, George? It was pretty much solid all day. Uh, and, uh, you know, ended up with the rest of the market. But uh, early on, seemed to be doing its own thing. Yeah, OJ, I mean, in markets like this, which are just nasty, for lack of a better word, there's always something going on with stocks and always, you know, the markets uh, find some efficiencies in some capacity in stocks that are, are moving for, for whatever reason. But I did notice at Squarespace, uh, which is basically uh, a, a website builder, right? back in uh, May of 2020, 2021. Forgive me, OJ. Uh, website builder, Squarespace, like Wix. So it's all in one pl platform, business for independent uh, creators, uh, building online presence, websites, growing their brands, managing their business. They help content uh, management. It's basically a software that's in the cloud that uh, helps web businesses not only do the web creation, but things like e-commerce, social media, management, marketing, and specialty tools. And I think also uh, e-commerce payment solutions, as well as uh, small and medium-sized business back office operations software is, is what they're actually moving to moving to as well. 
But I did notice a stock, OJ, uh, which competes with companies like Shopify and Big Commerce, Big C's, the symbol, Wix uh, is another one. Uh, but if you look at the, uh, the charts, respectively, for Squarespace, and one of the things I did notice is it's trading well. And what I mean by that is it's not participating uh, very much alongside with the market. If you actually look at Squarespace in the last month, it's actually up uh, close to 2%. Whereas we can see like Wix and Shopify, they're all down respectively about 20 to 30%. Uh, not to mention, if you actually look at it uh, relative to the S&P, I'm sorry, the NASDAQ, it's significantly outperformed. So something is going on. And I did notice uh, a couple of things are going on. One, analysts actually have about a $53 price target on the name. When I actually went and looked at the financials, it does make sense, uh, perhaps why the stock is moving higher because uh, overall, you know, this industry group is out of favor, but sometimes the financial fundamentals make a big difference. I think, especially in this market, uh, profitability matters. And, and the revenue for the company is about $750 million a year, with a market cap about $4 billion. It's not trading too aggressively uh, relative to sales, maybe about four and a half times, but it has very high gross margins at 83%. And in fact, uh, it turned a net loss back in Q2 into effectively a, a profit uh, last quarter on an adjusted basis and free cash flow uh, last quarter was uh, close to break even. This is back in Q2 at negative 7 million and actually published about $114 million in free cash flow last quarter. So I actually see a company here that uh, is improving from a free cash flow basis, showing some profitability on an adjusted basis uh, as well. Uh, and I think the, uh, the strong free cash flow management and the growth of the business as well at around 24% year over year is starting to make sense. I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, analysts start to latch on a little bit more on this name, uh, maybe not adjust their targets in terms of their buy ratings because the majority have a buy rating on the stock with 53, but maybe mm -hmm. the price targets uh, to follow suit with the, the nice price action in the name. Hey, George, uh, one of the things that I've been wondering about this market is uh, why we have so many publicly traded versions of kind of the same business model where Wix yeah. and Squarespace, there's a lot of overlap. Uh, it seems like there's plenty of websites to be built, especially in the uh, self-made uh, uh, world that we live in with uh, uh, gig economy and uh, e-commerce, uh, the ability to build your own website, sell your own stuff. Uh, but at five you know, billion market cap uh, in both stocks in deep, deep uh, decline now for about a year, even with some of these growth metrics you're talking about, uh, does it make sense to have uh, competing companies uh, doing this, uh, both publicly traded at these valuations? Right, and it completely makes sense, OJ. So if you look at their competitors, Big Commerce, Shopify, and Wix, yeah. they don't necessarily have the all-inclusive uh, program, or if you will, the software that, that Squarespace has. And okay. I think that really comes down to the value proposition to the company. Um, if you can provide value, you can provide all-encompassed service, and the company's been around for quite some time. It's not a new company. Uh, it's just a new relative IPO, which traded you know, around $63 back in June. Uh, and I don't think it had its run, and it may have its run uh, going forward. I, I can't say for sure, but I did bring this up because earlier today, and in fact, in the last couple of days, you know, I've been looking around for stocks that are, are relatively performing better than the market. Uh, you you want to look for those because of the fact that there's some fundamental catalyst behind them because the markets are inefficient until they become very efficient. And when they become very efficient, there's reasons and sort of uh, begs the question of why. And, and I did find that on a relative basis, this company is not trading at an outlandish valuation. And like I mentioned last quarter on an adjusted basis, demonstrated profitability with improving free cash flow metrics. And that's really key right now. 
uh, for any growth company, which this one is, and I'm not saying it's going to move higher from here, but overall, ones that are, are cash flow positive are being treated more favorably in this market than those that are not. Okay. Hey, George, last one. Before I let you go, Citrix Systems been on an ISO yeah. run for about six weeks now. Uh, was not a winner yes. during the growth tech um, uh, success of the last couple of years, right. uh, but it now seems to be in favor. How come? Well, look, I, I think this is a legacy technology uh, player, OJ. It's the leader in virtualization software, uh, things like uh, remote logins for work from home, uh, endpoint management for mobile devices, applications, uh, routing security and monitoring. And it's a legacy company, uh, but you're right. It did fall out of favor uh, for, for quite a bit of the last year. But I did notice that, uh, you know, this one also, I guess there's a, there's a you know, a, a, the theme here, which is stocks that seem to be on a relative basis, uh, performing on their own uh, better than the overall market. And Citrix is another one. I, I think this is, again, a, a pandemic darling from the re remote work from home uh, standpoint. Uh, the other thing is I did find that the company is uh, still making a conversion into uh, the software as a service, which is recurring revenue. Last quarter, they actually uh, declined or reduced their guidance uh, after Q3 earnings because of the fact that they made this shift. The stock sold off. But actually, it's a good reason for them to actually cut guidance. Uh, it actually means that the company's not getting revenues up front. It's actually now, you know, discounting those revenues out forward uh, in the future. But overall, it's not growing very much. Top line sells at 4% over the last five years. Year over year, it's only growing at 1.5%. But effectively, you know, free cash flow to sales is, is extremely high. Uh, you know, if you look at the operating cash flow and the free cash flow, uh, itself, they're in 20 to uh, high teens percent range. So there's a lot of value for this company, which I think really fell out of favor alongside the other uh, remote logging kinds of companies that it competes with, companies like Zscaler, uh, Okta, and so forth. But I think there's other catalysts because of the value and the cash on the balance sheet that are starting to attract interest. Uh, Price-wise, it seems to be putting in uh, an inverse head and shoulders. I'd be watching the 111 area for a couple of consecutive closes above that. The other thing is uh, I did notice that uh, Elliott Management and other uh, firms, uh, there's some uh, there's some you know talk about them going private mm. or taking Citrix private. And I think mm. there's a lot of value in why they're actually uh, looking at this. I'm not saying it's going to, everyone can do their own due diligence, but just another name, legacy name, uh, from a value technology standpoint that had underperformed the market in the last year, but seems to be outperforming at the very least in the last uh, you know a few months or so. All right, uh, George, good rundown here. Some interesting movers uh, that are very specific to their own stock stories. That's why we like the Overlock stock block. Right. You know, we talk macro all day, and then you come in and give us some uh, companies like Camping World and Citrix Systems. Uh, one thing they've got in common is they've got stock specific stuff going on. Appreciate it, George. We're going to continue that theme next, diving into Snap. The